right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Moni. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Hey, Katie. Hey, Monica. How are you today? I am having a, another happy Tuesday. Woohoo! Yay! I love it. Yeah, had a good weekend. All charged up from friends. Oh man, so many awesome faces this yeah. weekend. Yeah, you had a double whammy. You I were did. hanging out with us and the country, and then you went to the city. I was for... a city girl for a night. <laughs> it's a different vibe. Yeah, moving well, quick. Everybody's buzzing. Yes. Yeah, but when we were over at your house, we got to hang out with some really good girlfriends, one of whom, Miss JoJo, we haven't seen in two years, and it is so fun to reconnect. Shout out to JoJo. Give big hugs to somebody you missed so much. Yeah, it really is nice to to share real space with people that you love, like yeah. be in their presence and smell them yes hear them sing we got to sing saturday night they had all the equipment set up from band practice and oh yeah we jojo really but you know i tried <laughs> to com- accompany her her magnificent voice just oh it was so much fun oh i wish i'd been there that sounds great like blaine literally learned songs to so she could sing with him of course he did <laughs> yeah yeah, they head out the guitar tab dot com and they're learning and she's ah, and he's like bow, bow, ah. <laughs> they're like getting it together. They sh- and then with that shared energy they delivered the song. They learned the shallow I had never heard this song, but apparently it's very popular from Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper from the movie that they remade, A Star is Born. Oh yeah? Yeah, it's called Shallow. Apparently it's a big deal, and it is a big deal. It's a beautiful <laughs> song, but she was surprised I hadn't heard it. But um, well, JoJo, I haven't heard it either. Oh my gosh! I wish I'd heard your just, rendition. Oh, it was gorgeous. I think that Dave might have recorded it, so we should hit him up for that. Anyway, I'm off track here a little bit. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Thank you. Up. Thank you, Espresso <laughs> at Afternoon Espresso. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs> Um, well, that sounds really cool. It sounds quite inspiring. Those, mm-hmm. those yes. good connections with people can really fill us up and inspire us for the week and the month. And mm-hmm. we got to talk about all our projects and kind of share that idea space. Like when I tell you something I'm about to do, you then get your own spurt of ideas based off that little seed I planted. And then you are like, well, what about this? And this. Yeah. And then almost like you doing your thing is giving me permission. Like if she can do that, then I can do that too. Mm-hmm. And then we yes. can like build from each other. And yeah, I think that's probably how a lot of really awesome projects get started. Yep. It's that collabor- collator die. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Going back to our girl, Rachel, who was that's here this true. weekend. Yep. She added to that die. synergy. And what is it? The sum is greater than all its parts oh what is that yeah the sum total is greater than all its parts it's like the definition of synergy the whole is greater than the sum of its parts apparently it was first coined by aristotle (laughs) she's not reading from the (laughs) internet or anything just saying and it Um, aptly defines the modern concept of synergy and it's so true like 
Just we are all fantastic on our own. But then once we come together, it's like, boom, phantasmo of creation and idea and support. It's synergy, baby. Yeah, 100%. It's that tingling feeling I got when I was at uh, church camp when I was in middle school. It's the tingly feeling I got when I was surrounded by my first awesome group of friends that I made in college and we were yes. all making really cool art and having the time of our lives. It's the feeling you get in a room full of people singing or chanting ohm in a quiet space and when it's quiet after the last mm, man that I love silence that. is palpable and that energy is real and it's so fantastic that shared idea can be expressed and through every one of us and then also be one big thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like so much, it's like <clears throat> boiling and bubbling out of you. It like sh- like shoots out of your face like sunbeams. Mm, makes my heart pound more just that's thinking about it. So cool. And, um, you know, that's kind of like an idea of a group mind. We're all on the same page. We've all gone through a shared experience and we're all having that group mind. And it's fairly obvious because we're all together, right? Mm-hmm. But I also love the idea of group mind like across distances. And I had this weird experience yes. uh, this weekend that um, I had discovered a new album, which is like not too crazy on Spotify. And I was in totally jamming out. And I was listening to it nearly on repeat, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday of last week. And then uh, we leave Monica and Luke's house. My husband and I travel to Austin and have an awesome birthday party with my girl, Heather. And the next day we went and met up with some other friends and we get into the car of my buddy and he is playing the same album that I had just discovered. And I was like, oh my gosh, this new album. I love this. It's so great. And he's like, new album. It's from 2016. I just happened to think of it the other day, a couple of days ago, and I've been jamming it for the last few days because it's so good. I'm like, okay, that's probably a coincidence, right? Like, of course, that must be a coincidence. But at the same time, there's a lot of albums in the world and there's a lot of different music and I'm not the kind of person to like put on a full album and listen to it and he is and I don't know that just felt cool it is pretty special and it's significant I think and it's even if it is a coincidence you get to attach significance to it if you want to and that's the specialness of noticing things like Mm -hmm. that and being open to the potential. Your, what do we like to say, your woo-woo windows open. Yeah, like when um, I open my text box to text Monica and I see that little dots are going across the screen, she's already typing to me. And it's that, you know, woo-woo, that's the woo-woo window. Yep. And so woo-woo, that's that kind of synonym for when something's a little new agey out there, potentially just not provable, total, possibly yeah, hip, pseudo. Probably some kind of a hippy dippy, <laughs> yeah. wacky stuff. And then, you know, a window, it can open or it can be closed. Some people's woo-woo window is closed. It's just a door. It's not even a thing. <laughs> yeah, There's no like chance. It's not magical. It's all coincidence. Yes. There's no significance. There's no significance. What? Right. I mean, that's a possibility, yes. Yeah, and I can understand how someone could think that way, yep. but it. I think my way is more fun. I was about to say, <laughs> that's fun to do it our way. <laughs> um, that reminds me of the way Elizabeth Gilbert describes the ideas. Yes, and Big Magic, which we are reading this month, and it is so magical. She's basically suggesting that ideas are living, breathing things. 
some concrete examples are this from the text, from the textuals themselves. Elizabeth Gilbert says, I believe that our planet is inhabited not only by animals and plants and bacteria and viruses, but also by ideas. They are a disembodied energetic life form, completely separate from us, but capable of interacting with us, maybe strangely. They have no material body, they do have consciousness, and they most certainly have will. They are driven by a single impulse to be made manifest. The only way that can happen in our world is through collaboration with a human partner. It's only through humans' efforts that an idea can be escorted out of the ether and into the realm of the actual. I kind of paraphrase that as I was reading it to condense it slightly, but the basic idea. Ideas are things, and they want to interact with you. And if your woo-woo window is closed because of maybe fear or anxiety Mm -hmm. or I'm not good enough or they're not going to like me or whatever it is. Or it's already been done. Why would would anyone listen to my thing? Why would anyone listen to our podcast? I don't have anything to offer that could be useful. Yeah. Just kidding. I have so many things and so do you. And so I love that idea that these ideas are out there floating around. And then she talks about, and I love, like... Two people kind of discovered evolution at the same time. It wasn't just Darwin. There was another guy with another set of birds who wrote a letter to Darwin. And Darwin was like, I just figured that out. Mm -hmm. And so this idea that ideas are living, breathing things, that could explain why they're often things are discovered at the same time. Yeah. She gave several examples of times when that happened. And it's pretty cool to think of that if if an idea comes to you and you're not willing to work with it, or it doesn't presume you are because you're not actively doing anything, it will fly to somebody else. Magical things will happen. It will transpire. And the same idea will plant itself in the mind, the fertile mind, hopefully, of another human who will then grow that seed and make something out of it where you were like, eh, I'm not able to do that right now for whatever reason. It may not be. Elizabeth gives, (laughs) Elizabeth, my friend, (laughs) Liz Gilbert, (laughs) Uh, gives the example of she was working for like over two years on this incredible novel with all these details and then a life event happened. She put it up for about two years, came back to it, and she just couldn't make the book work. And then she met this friend. They were just on the same energy level and they were having all these connections and they hardly knew each other and they gave each other a kiss on the lips. I love you! And they gave each other a kiss on the lips. And two years later, the other gal pretty much wrote the book that Elizabeth Gilbert had been writing. Mm -hmm. And Elizabeth's like, believe it or not, still my friend here, Elizabeth, she's like, believe it or not, that's true. And that happened to us. And it was like a very specific details of this novel. Yeah, when they traced back the timing of when the second writer found this idea, it was shortly after this kiss had transpired. And so they were just certain that... Their woo-woo windows were open. They don't say that. They no. certainly don't use that verbiage, but that's what we're saying. Yes. <clears throat> it's the thing that happens when your phone's on silent and upside down and you randomly think of your mom and then you look at your phone to see what time it is and you're like, oh, mom's calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that happens. The window's open. And if the window's closed, then you might just not notice those things and they're still happening. <laughs> and Magic is still happening whether you notice it or not. And also, I think it's silly that my phone, my phone is my only evidence that that happens. I look at my phone and they're calling. They are texting me at the same time. That's so crazy to think mm-hmm. of how many things happen in our day to day without like the frequency that phones are probably even messing us up that we just don't even recognize. Mm-hmm. 
pretty scary. It's deep, guys. Yeah. Your it's phone stuff. is a conduit and also a firewall. It is. It means everything. It, it means opens nothing. the portal. <laughs> the phone paradox. And it closes you. It connects you and it disconnects you. What Ooh. are we to do with the phone paradox? We should probably write about it. Probably. Oh, I forgot. I have something else I wanted to tell you. Tell me. All this stuff about the woo-woo window. Mm -hmm. I did do some uh, Googling <laughs> on uh, GroupMind, and I didn't get too crazy into it because I was like, well, we can't unpack that all the way. You can really go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, you can. But I just saw a thing on Science Journal that said telepathy is real, and it's been proven by science. Oh, of course it has and is. I completely would. Let's dive into that deeper. We you should. Know, you know, we've kind of talked about it a little bit when we mentioned Mutant Message Down Under. That should be our next book. I never even finished it the first time. I put it down, got busy, and it was so good. It is really magical. And that'll be kind of, it'll be a nice magical relief from big magic. <laughs> a little less intense on where am I going? What can I do? It's a little more just like immerse in this beautiful nature that it really connects us all. And that book is so neat. It's by Marlo Morgan. And uh, we'll read it in August. I would love that. Okay. It's about a, um Aboriginal tribe. A woman accidentally gets taken on a journey by an Aboriginal tribe. Mm -hmm. And it's fascinating. Mm -hmm. And what she encounters on her journey is fascinating. Is that what you say? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. So, Amazing. Yeah. Nearly unbelievable. Yeah. Some may not believe it, in it's fact. True. All of this also reminds me of the movie Big Fish, which I adore, with the yeah. basis being um, even if an old man's stories are quite embellished, isn't the embellished story more fun than the unembellished one? And if he wants to tell the stories and believe it, why not? Right. And I kind of love that idea, like, there's really no reason for us to not live that awesome, creative, fun life. And I think that maybe is part of the creativity thing, tie-in. Yeah, I love that idea. And it, when you were saying that for some reason, it made me think of sprinkles. Sprinkles. Like. <laughs> so unnecessary, but so necessary. Yes. The cupcake paradox. Yes, they are so <laughs> freaking unnecessary. Yet when they're on something, for some reason, we're all just tickled and we're want to party. <laughs> like sprinkles <laughs> indicate celebration disco ball it's more fun it's just more fun yeah why can't we live life with a little more fun who says you can't <laughs> a lot of people a lot of people say you can't it's true they don't want and it's probably not that they don't want to have fun it's just because they're not really able to have fun possibly due to time constraints brain constraints space watering the wrong plants of the mind Yes, over the years wolf. and years and years, feeding the bad wolf. Oh, tell me that um, you're the one who told me this, I believe. Yes, there is a uh, there are two wolves inside of every oh. person's mind. One is, and this is paraphrasing out of my memory, which is sometimes a <clears throat> scary thing. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, one wolf is fear. And anxiety and unease. Maybe think of it like Scar from The Lion King. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And then on the other hand. And then on the other hand, we have uh, love. Our wolf is filled with love and happiness and joy and um, Mufasa. Mufasa. <laughs> yeah, absolutely Mufasa. Just to tie that together. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> so these two wolves in your mind, they battle. And um, do you know which one wins? Is it the one that I taunt? <laughs> it's the one you feed, Monica. <laughs> it's the one you feed. Are you going to live a life filled with jealousy and comparison and greed and anger and fear and anxiety? Growling in Whoa, snarl. This is... No. Or are you going to feed the wolf that's love, compassion, generosity, kindness? I very much prefer kind wolf. And so snuggles. That feels like an easy decision. Yeah, he's a snuggly wolf. Snuggle wolf. We call him all snuggle tar, snuggle tooth. <laughs> all snuggle tooth. Yikes. <laughs> he's like, come on up to my tooth. Give it a good snuggle. <laughs> I wish y'all could see her face right now. Wow. Yeah. That is really important to remember that that it's up to us to determine which wolf we're going to feed, which mindset we're going to perpetuate, and how we're going to look at our creativity and our sense of ability. And then you can take that idea out of thin air and grab it, and it's now your idea, and it's yours to work mm -hmm. with, mm -hmm. if you're willing, and Indeed. if it's willing. Indeed. Yep, I love that. And maybe you'll share it with a friend, and maybe by coincidence, a significant coincidence, maybe a friend has also heard a similar idea, and when you come together, those ideas will also come together, and they can swirl into a new flavor like somebody's got the idea for orange sherbet and someone has the idea for vanilla and then they come together and you have dreamsicle hello that's big magic that's big magic so anyway we have a writing thing I think that's the plan. We have a writing thing. We are going to start our writing thing. If you'd like to join us on that thing, grab out a piece of paper, a pen, a three-minute timer. Or, or if you're like Sally, you might grab your computer yeah. and type. Get your laptop out. Mm -hmm. Get your timer. You could record your voice and have a... Yeah, if you're like Luke, you could record your voice. Mm -hmm. You could get your paints out and yeah. paint the picture of what we present to you. Yeah. I want to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get my paints while you do write this next you story. You could call your uh, friend and be like, the craziest thing happened to me today. And then tell him this elaborate story based on our prompts. That's funny. And make it real. And then at the end, be like, July 16th or whatever day it is today. Because that's today's date. It is weird that we only societally allow pranks one day of the year and like every country there's so many different countries that do these that have like an april fools but they're on different days really yeah and some of them are like pretty cruel the things they do i don't remember the details but i read an article about it tell me more next time okay so we asked luke to write us some prompts for today's writing today instead of um linking them all at once we're going to read them individually so they will add a little surprise twist, you know, as you get them intermittently. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So. Let's reveal. Their first prompt is living through a war. Thanks, Luke. We should have known. We're going to go for three minutes on the topic of living through a war. Story time begins now. The next prompt, the joy of cooking. Perfect. Perfect tie-in. Yeah, completely. I'm going to really have an easy time transitioning here. So good luck to you guys. should be no problem. Yeah. Three minutes only, though. So good luck with that, too. Yeah. Our third and final prompt is feeling accomplished. Nice. Yeah. So three more minutes. Wrap it up. We'll be right back. Let's do it. Well, that was something I never would have written about. I completely agree. <laughs> What's so fun about this game? It really is. I love it. I look forward to this so much. This part specifically. I mean, I love talking, of course, about things that are insightful and mindful and meaningful. But we us, started but... this podcast so that we could do this game. Yeah. So thanks it... for listening to us through all that. Really... So we can get here. It really is meaningful to me, even though it doesn't matter at all. I know. Me too. Makes me happy. Go mm-hmm. on then. Okay, let's hear my story. I look back and damn it, I don't even know how to describe it. Living through a war is probably the best and worst thing a man can go through. The best because he survived. That's man's number one drive, survival. But the all-time worst because you think, why me? Why did I make it and not the other guys? They were good guys. Me? Nah. I'm not good like some of the boys we lost. So it makes you start questioning drive, purpose. It makes you delve into those parts of your mind that you didn't even know that you didn't even know existed before. And that's how I started cooking. I got my hands on. (laughs) Sorry. And that's how I started cooking. I got my hands on the joy of cooking. It's clean white cover, red lettering, just begging for attention. I opened the book, the new smell, crisp pages, and its order. Oh boy, I fell in love with the order to a good recipe. It was a beginning and an end, and a damn fine end if you do it right. I just fell in love with that, I guess, feeling of accomplishment. Silly, I know, but cooking makes me feel like I'm really doing something with this life. It calms me down in a way no prescription nor substance can, because it gives me purpose. So that's my experience living through a war. I've come out an inspired food creator. (laughs) I love it. What a story, right? Really, it's a story. I bet that guy exists. I bet so. It was fun to be him. Like to think like living through a war, put yourself there. What? I have no idea. I know. That was... Tell me why I said I don't know how to describe it. Because I'm like, I have no idea how to describe that. As you'll shortly see, I didn't even try. It was brutal. We had made it to the final round, past all the other classes in our grade. Now, holding our side of the rope against the strongest fifth graders, I wasn't so sure we'd survive. Wheat! Just as fast as Coach blew the whistle, I was practically catapulted forward into the pit of mud that separated us. My face squished into the muck, and I came up gasping, lucky to have lived through that vicious bout of -of (laughs) tug-of-war. 
I went home after field day, and my mom was practically flying around the kitchen as she prepared a seven-course meal for her book club. They had been reading The Joy of Cooking, which seemed to me like an odd choice for a book club. But hey, mom's new hobby brought me lots of tasty treats, so I'm not going to say anything. The kitchen was a wreck, so I asked mom if I could help. She finally looked up at me to see me covered in mud. She shrieked and told me to go get cleaned up before I turned her cherry jubilee tartlets into Mississippi mud pies. She gave me a big kiss on the forehead. But how did he get so muddy? Oh well, look at me go. I've got the list complete, the table set, and I feel so accomplished. I guess there really is joy in cooking. <laughs> I let the kiss transfer the point of view. Oh, I didn't get it, of course. I'm going to have to listen to that again, not going to lie. <laughs> anyway. Yay. Thanks, Luke. Thanks, Monica, for sharing your creative stories with me. Hey, Katie. Thanks for sharing your creative stories with me. It takes a lot to put us out here and write these stories that we've never even thought would ever exist before. So Yeah, and then putting them out into the universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Out for there. others to hear. Just kind of freaky sometimes. I'm glad I don't think about that often. Yeah. Well, if you enjoyed our stories, please... Let us know. You could share your stories with us. You could email them to us at the letters KT and M-O-N-I at gmail.com. You could also share some prompts with us. We would love to reveal yeah, some. Do you uh, want your story ideas featured in an episode? We could write a story revolved around your silly ideas. Yeah. You've kind of heard what we use, so make something up. It could be fun. You it probably would be. And no matter what, you should share the love. Mm -hmm. Right here. Right now. Bye. Bye. Right here. Right now. <laughs>